You're now tuned into another episode of The Underground. Each week, we dive into what it means to create, nurture, and live in communities everywhere. This is The Underground with Ryan Moore and Justin Lon Carrick. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Underground Podcast. My name is Justin, and I'm sitting with Ryan. What's up, bud? And, you know, it's coming up on Halloween, and so we thought we'd just go a little bit crazy and bring in some crazy Halloween, you know, sounds. A little brisk out there. It's a little brisk outside. You know, there might be the odd... Oh! Doug? Oh, is that Dougie? Oh my goodness! Wow, what was going on there? Um, yeah, no, it's uh, there's some. Oh, did the door just creak shut? What what's happening? Did the door just Think, move? Things are happening. Oh, did you wait? Well, well, so we are back at the pond again. <laughs> we are back at the pond. We are oh back God, at the pond again, and um, we had some paranormal hoctivity, <laughs> um, as as Spencer would call hoctivity. it. Yeah. So if you've listened in the past, you know that uh, I've become friends with uh, with a, a Instagram influencer, Spencer.Jenkin. If you want to go check him out on Instagram, he's got some hilarious Canadiana type stuff. And uh, well, this episode, it'll, it'll be coming out um, after these, these, these posts come out. But uh, we found some ghosts at the pond. So Spencer that's a good teaser. So there, the pond is now, we have confirmed the pond is haunted. Is haunted by the hockey gods. By the hockey gods. I see you featured in some of the videos too. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the book of Gordy Howe. So, <laughs> oh my god, old time hockey. So, have you ever actually had a, a like a a paranormal, real paranormal experience? Okay. Well, so if you guys turn around, you guys on on audio can't see this, but we're sitting in the office, so you can see my security cameras, and they are infrared at night. And so the the the, the sketchiest thing is if you're sitting in here, and we have some rooms that are are like we're not using so the lights are off in them and it goes into infrared that room is pitch black if you walk into it but the camera can see right and like little dust particles every now and then will float by the camera and it's real creepy if you're just sitting in here alone like if like before you guys came here i was alone in here this morning and half the building was just closed because we're not using it lights are off and you just look up at the camera and you just see these things screech across the uh screech across the screen and it's it, it it gets real real weird like eerie feeling because you're it, it, you you go and look and it's just a black room well you know any kind of building like this this is basically a warehouse kind yeah. of thing yeah when it's empty is freaky yeah i mean i've never been in an empty warehouse by myself at night but i've been to some pretty creepy spots yeah. Um, my, we, I think we talked about this before, but I'll tell the story again. My only real paranormal experience was when I lived in my dad's place mm. yeah, I know in South true. Burlington on Caroline street in Burlington and Burlington is a really old city. That street that you just named is an old street. Right. And well, I sold the house two doors over from his and the survey that we got was in meets and bounds. If that gives you any indication. Yeah. Of that's like old school England, old school England type you know, measurements. So, uh, it, so the house he had had, it was a big wraparound porch on the corner. It was really nice place, big brick building built in the 1800s. I don't know exactly the date, but long, long time ago. 
and uh and you know just was a creepy old house things would doors would pop open and you know they had those big old latches back in the day big rectangle square latches and you couldn't open those they were hard to open and yet and we would shut them like fully close them and then we'd find doors open Uh, and the scariest thing that happened to me was one night i was alone and of course those houses don't have electricity in the ceilings of the of the rooms because Mm -hmm. they just never built them that way you would have like a lamp or something in a corner that you'd plug in. And I walked across a dark room to go turn on the lamp. Like with my hand, I reached out to turn on the lamp and pull the string on the lamp and something grabbed my hand in the dark. And I full on felt it. I believe to this day that I felt that thing grab my hand, whatever it was. And I like freaked out, grabbed the pull string and yanked on it and turned the light on. And of course there's nothing there. So that was the freakiest thing that's ever happened to me paranormal wise. But I can honestly tell you, having watched a lot of the paranormal shows on TV and having had that experience, I don't think I'm that freaked out because I think in my head, I'm now thinking, and maybe our guest can talk to this, but speak to this a little bit. Cause I think he's had some issues lately, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, uh, I think that most paranormal activity is, um, not like not trying to hurt you. Mm-hmm. There, I'm sure by the sounds of it, there's a portion of it that is evil. Just trying to connect. But most of it's just trying to connect because they have some sort of connection with this world and they're not ready to move on. <sighs> it's, yeah, man, well, you can leave me alone. Just, I don't want to connect with you. Yeah, but little <laughs> things like, for example, I, I've heard this before with other people, but my family firmly believes that when they see a cardinal, it's my grandfather coming to visit them. Yeah. Like the yeah. little things like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, I get that. And we've had Cardinals show up in the weirdest possible moments when you're like, there's no Cardinal Cardinals anywhere. There's no birds anywhere. And all of a sudden, and your family's all together. And all of a sudden a Cardinal shows up in the backyard and sitting on a tree looking in the window. That's that type of stuff. That's like, um, there's a word I'm looking for that. I can't, I can't put my finger on what it is, but it's just like that. Too many hits to the head. I think. Yeah. Yeah. A couple (laughs) too many. (laughs) Yeah, that, those ghosts got me scared last night. I, I'm scared right out yeah, of my mind. I get it. But, uh, yeah, it's almost like, ser- not serendipitous, but uh, um, it, it's just, like, meant to be, Yeah, right? Like, it, like those little things, it, it's just those moments came together, and you're making connections. Just, like I said, you're making connections. Yeah, and, and And things are connected to other things, and... Does do your do your family have any ghost stories or no? My aunt does. My aunt um, thinks she's a medium. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like she's the type of person that will go to hospice and stuff like that and sit and talk with people and right. Um, and she swears she's been pushed down her stairs before. Um, she lived right beside a cemetery when that happened. Mm. Um, up on Highway Five, you know Highway Five and uh, Guelph Line. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, the, the cemetery oh, yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then in Brant Hills there, those townhomes that back onto that cemetery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She lived in one of those townhomes ah. and she had a lot of stuff happen when she was in that house. Those cemeteries are very, very old. Yes. So lots of latent activity. As well, maybe we can ask our expert. Well, let's do that. Let's, uh, let's bring in Brandon with the wind uh, and see if he's, oh, hey, oh. Look what the cat dragged in. Oh. Huh? Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. This is the tackiest, cheesiest Halloween sounds I could possibly find. Oh. Brandon, what's going on? Uh, not too much, man. <clears throat> not too much. Uh, it's 
it's finally good because I know we we recorded with, or I recorded with you guys uh, yeah. a few months back, and it's great to actually be here in person, fi- physically with yeah. you guys. So yeah, yeah so this if you, is great. If you guys don't know, we we recorded like Brand said a couple months back. Brand's with Ontario's most haunted. Yes, um, so we have an episode where he goes in depth about what he does um, and how he got into it and like how he his, got his into original it. ghost story, <laughs> his yeah. origin ghost story. But yeah, he's uh, he he has the ability to creep you out <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> And and, and, so, and sometimes, to my detriment, that's not when I'm ghost hunting either. I could be a little... No, I'm kidding. But I mean... <laughs> no, he's a good dude. He, we, we have some good conversations. Before we hopped on here with Justin, I was having some good conversations, some good hockey talk with, uh, with Brandon, but that's not why we're here today. Right. We are here to understand if Halloween has any effect on the paranormal. And that is a very open-ended uh, <laughs> a question. There's a whole bunch of different avenues to go there. And, and to be honest, I don't. It's. I think it's more of a folklore that you know Halloween has a big thing to do with it. Uh, obviously, it went back all the way into like pagan days where they kind of started celebrating these odd holidays like Halloween or the Day of the Dead in Mexico and and, and stuff like that. It doesn't exactly coincide with. The holiday, in my opinion. Um, But, you know, I think anything paranormal related can happen any time of the year. Day, night, winter, summer. It it doesn't matter if it's Halloween or not. Halloween, I think, is just more of a, a material way of celebrating everything creepy. And it is heavily affiliated with everything paranormal so that's what i'll say about do, that do you do anything on halloween like do you have anything special that you do you're you deal with with ghosts so yeah you this know, just kind of screams at me this is your holiday yeah <laughs> yeah you know what it's weird no not really i, I mean last year uh i visited my uh my mom and uh stepdad uh, i'll shout them out here uh <laughs> doing that uh, all the way in amherstburg i went to go pay a visit to them um because they ended up telling me about this really creepy abandoned house and a finding all the way in uh glencoe just west of uh, london i believe mm. and uh so we drove a good hour and a half out there <laughs> two hours to go there and i tell you man it didn't disappoint it was actually you, very very creepy to go up to in did, person did you just say glencoe yes <laughs> my university roommates from glencoe oh yeah yeah, I'm gonna have to bug him about so that. So he must know the place. Yeah. yeah. Well, if if they know of a white house that's next to a cemetery, that's that's where it is. I have never heard that town's name since university. <laughs> oh <laughs> since, wow! Since living with this guy, and then you just brought that up. But yeah, I know that it is a tiny, tiny town. Yes. It, it, you blink and it's gone. You're out of there. And uh, you know what? It's the when we went there, it was it was ridiculous. I wasn't really expecting anything. Like I went there to look at it just because it was, it was freaking creepy looking. Uh, there's like a dilapidated piano inside and they had like a book that was like wide open. I don't know what that was about. I didn't want to try and get in there cause it was, you know, in the middle of the night. Um, but last year on Halloween, it was warmer than what it was, you know, this year. Mm-hmm. And we went there. I, I brought, I brought a night vision camera just in case. Cause you know what? You never know. And so, we're walking around, looking around. Nothing really happening. I put I put the camera down towards like the opening where the basement would be. Nothing, you know, nothing really happened. My stepdad ends up saying, "Oh wait, like he hears something." I don't know what he heard because I didn't end up hearing it. But then from the top part of the camera frame, there was this like misty thing that just came through and like swirled and then disappeared. I can 
debunk that as saying that's not any of our breath because it was too warm to see our breath at the time. And my camera was like in front of my face. So whatever this was that we caught on camera, it came from the top into frame. And this was an infrared camera? It was it was an IR camera, yeah. So And typically that kind of smoke or mist would rise versus Right. Falling. It wouldn't just come down and have like a a a uh uh, how would I word it? A determined sense of direction, I mm-hmm. guess. Like this came in force, like swirled around, mm-hmm. and then poof, it was gone. Did yeah. you did you know any history on this place before? No, nothing, nothing. They just ended up bringing it to my attention just to say, "Hey, it looks creepy. You want to look at it? Yeah, sure. I'll kill Halloween by doing this. It was nice. <laughs> so, uh, it was it was really really interesting. I didn't realize this until you know the morning after when I was looking at the video. So, uh, but it was it's it's a super tiny town. It is. Very old. It's more like a village than anything. Um, oh, it was such it was such a good town. But that's the last thing I ever really ended up doing anything like this on Halloween. I don't really usually uh, really usually do this often. And well, that and that was just you and your and your stepdad. You said, or did you have? Yeah, your my crew? stepdad. And my my mom stayed in the car. She didn't want to come out. So <laughs> because you have like a crew that you'll you go visit places with, right? Yes, yes. Uh, my Ontario's most haunted crew. They're you know what they're like they're like family. To me, I mean, like I've I've spoke about Ashley before mm-hmm. on our podcast. We have another uh, another woman with us named uh, we nickname her Aunt Kathy. Just you know, she's a boomer, so we <laughs> <laughs> we. I think uh, I'm a boomer at this point. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you're rating and then, that weird. You're rating the weird one. You're, what are you, Gen Y or something like that? Oh, or I'm te- I'm 1980, right? So technically, I'm I'm still. You're I'm, at the end of the yeah. Boom? I'm like right in the in between in that middle. I'm at the beginning uh, of millennial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could be a millennial, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Well, it's funny. We I've I've joked around with her before, saying that we consider her a millennial. But when I say that, it's first millennium millennial. So I mean, <laughs> but uh, no, Aunt, Aunt your Kat- line of work, you gotta you gotta really distinguish time frames. Yeah, right. some yeah. really ancient people around. Uh, and and Aunt Kathy is one of them. Uh, so we. So uh, what do they bring to the table individually? So Aunt Kathy, she she is intuitive like she is able to end up picking up on stuff uh it's very subtle but she adds more of a uh more of a occultish kind of thing to it because she does something that a lot of people are very you know feel very controversial about it's like a wiccan you know kind of witchcraft kind of stuff sure she she does a lot of that on the side there are some paranormal elements but we try and very subtly incorporate that into some stuff we do so using stuff like a pendulum to investigate or whatnot which is a little it's like a pendant on a str- on a mm-hmm. chain, mm-hmm. and it'll you, you ask yes or no questions, and it'll end up moving with uh, answers back and forth, yes, side to side, no. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Ashley, however, it's like a Ouija board, but in the air, exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. you know what? Literally, exactly. Uh, <sighs> Ashley, however, is uh, who unfortunately couldn't end up being here uh, today. She got tied up at work, but. She is a whole other ball game, and we've been seeing and we've been seeing the proof of it in our videos as well, too. First I mean, of all, I think she's avoiding us. Yeah, uh, let's be honest. Yeah, this is Ashley, the I'm calling you out. Now, I'm Ashley. calling you out. Right, this is twice now it's, we've invited you, and you're not here. So I'll, next, I'll yell. Next, I'll next yell time, her. maybe, um, or or she's actually a ghost, and you're just not telling us. Well, she's as pale as one, so I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, because uh, from our first uh, from our first interview with Brandon, we we know that Ashley is your medium. Is she not? Like she's I, almost your she she connects or I I, I wouldn't me and her both wouldn't consider her a medium really we we consider her as what we would call a conduit it's a name we do so it kind of drives off of the term like a conductor like if you have 
copper wire, electricity is going to run through that very easily because it's it's smooth mm-hmm. flowing through there. Her, she, when it comes to this kind of stuff, wherever we go, if it, if it is haunted, whatever or whoever is there that is haunting the place, they feel much more comfortable connecting with her and basically feeds off of her energy to try and amplify their own to make themselves more known and whatnot. So she is a conductor of electricity basically that's why we're of uh, energy sorry so that's why we kind of classify her as a conduit so it's not because you're an asshole no (laughs) (laughs) she begged to differ i'll i'll say no she she definitely has uh she definitely has another agenda with that one so do do you ever like when she's around and she's making connections and she's and she's having these things pass through her and, Mm. and and stuff are you do you experience any of that when you're around her? Do you feel it, or is it just her alone? Yes, actually. Um, and this it happened during uh, an investigation we're going to be releasing soon. Um, it, it was all the way in uh, all the way in Amherstburg. We ended up investigating somewhere called the Park House Museum, and I'm not going to end up giving too too much away. No, we want but, everybody to watch the episode. Yeah, sure. but what I will say is there was a very drastic contrast between stuff that was happening in a particular room when she was there and when she wasn't there. So. I, I will say when she was in this room, lots of activity was happening and we were getting responses. When me and somebody else was in that room, not a single thing was happening. We were not feeling any sort of way, nothing. And I do really believe that this is because of because of her. Right. So, which is fantastic. I mean, like that's, a, that's it's, an, it's an integral part of what she brings to the table on our team. You know, she's, she knows how to connect with them. She knows how to kind of bring out the energy and uh, whoever is uh, haunting there, allowing us to communicate with them. And it's, and it was almost by accident with me meeting her. I didn't know she had this ability until we did a little mock investigation. So, so we're sitting around just like this, hanging out, doing this podcast. Let's say she was here. Would she suddenly just be like, Oh, there's something talking to me right now, or does she have to turn it on and off, or how does that work? No, I I, th- I think it j- it's dependent on the place. It's dependent the on the place location, but let's say we were in a spot where potentially something could have happened, like downtown Burlington, as we know, is very you know active. I'm mm-hmm. sure in a lot of ways. I've got a couple stories I'll share about downtown Burlington later, but uh, you know, let's say we're sitting at Emma's back porch having a drink, which doesn't isn't it you know open right now? But let's say we were. Right. Would she be able, like? Does it just pop in, or is it something where she has to channel she, her energy and actually make it kind of? She will know almost instantly, right? When she walks in, she it, it will it will hit her like a brick wall, right? Well, because like Emma's has a history. Oh yeah, everyone knows ghost Big stories time. from yeah. Emma's. Yeah, I will. You know, I'll give one example, and this isn't giving anything away because it's already available on uh, on sure. YouTube. Uh, we investigated a place in Waterdown. Uh, it was called uh, Drummond Manor, and I was doing an interview on camera with uh, the woman who's kind of like the caretaker. The, she has her own business inside of this manor. Teresa. No, her name is Melinda. Melinda. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, That's was, just uh, Melinda. That just screams like there's going to be ghosts around. <laughs> <laughs> the title just, of a movie? That, oh, you know what? Yeah, that's just like Beatrice and Melinda, and let's go find some ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Title of your porn flick? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what kind of porn do you watch, Justin? Uh, I watch, she, <laughs> sorry. We'll Bro- edit this out. Brooklyn uh, Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Halloween, Nine-Nine. Halloween can be a funny Woo. Halloween, too. <laughs> we'll just say that I was uh, enchanted or, or like, you know, 
There's, there's you're, some you're, sort of spirit going, in me right now. Yeah, okay. Or, or yeah. it was the spirit. alcohol. That's what the they two. call it? Yeah, the spirit. It was the spirit. It was alcohol. She <laughs> went to LCBO, spirits, spirits. wines, and yep. Um, so you're at Drummond Manor. Yeah, so we're at Drummond Manor. And while I'm doing an interview with Melinda, the caretaker there, uh, I send Aunt Kathy and uh, Ashley just to do readings all throughout the house, just to give us something to compare it to when we actually start our investigation. Around the same time when I'm actually asking Melinda about uh, stuff that's going on on the third floor of this building, she was saying that there's a little boy that's there that doesn't, you know, he'll he'll play around with the toys that are in his car or in his room. Um he'll kind of cry out for his mom or whatnot. He'll, people will hear that, but they've wow. never actually seen him. Wow. And then there's another woman that used to live in an apartment or in the home or in that room that's up there who was not a happy camper whatsoever. Doesn't like anybody being up there at all. So I'm asking Melinda about that. Kathy and Ashley are upstairs and she's Ashley's saying like, I don't know what it is, but I'm like, I'm, like this thing is hiding. Like it doesn't want to be like seen or whatnot. Kathy, without knowing any history, ends up saying it's a little boy. But then Ashley ends up saying, no, it's not. It's like older. So they basically are already picking up on the two people that they have no clue about. Mm-hmm. And we send uh, we send Ashley into this room by herself against her will. And she hated me. And you can see her getting <laughs> mad at me in the video for it. And But she was... She was getting activity, and then later on in the evening, which I won't give away, you got to see it on the video. Uh, things got intense. Um, things that are biologically happening to us, everybody that was there, that you just cannot uh, discredit or disprove. It was unbelievable. And this is on this is on YouTube. Yes, it's on, on YouTube. On so Ontario's the, most haunted. I was going to say, what's the easiest way to find it? Yeah. Is so a- literally, if you end up going up onto YouTube, Ontario's Most Haunted, it's either Ontario's Most Haunted or official Ontario's Most Haunted. One of the two. Uh, you look it up on there. It should be the first channel that ends up coming up. Second episode, uh, Paranormal Hospitality of Drummond Manor right. would be the episode name. So, uh, so Burlington and Oakville are pretty haunted. Yes. For, for all accounts. I mean, if they're old. Right, they're for old. One. They're old. I was gonna bring this up when you were talking about downtown Burlington yeah. because recently I was just curious into the history of why is Burlington Burlington? Why is this here? Mm. And it's an old fishing town. It was. It was. Right. It was Toronto's fishery. Right. And Brandon last episode said water. Water was ghosts. a big. Uh, how's, how's that creek by your house, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't, we don't talk about that. Just leave that alone, okay? Like we're not gonna friggin' talk about that. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> is there? So, I mean, cities near water tend. I mean, look at Boston, for example. Oh, it must be massively the, haunted. Uh, they say they say the whole eastern seaboard of the United States is probably some of the most haunted spots in in North America. Uh you know, I mean look at the, the, the all the events that happened there the Boston Tea Party instance that happened there the 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 wars that went on between America and Europe and went right on that seaboard there. It rewind and, even further between Europe and natives. Yes. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And natives are extremely connected with environment. Right? Yeah. The native they, culture is extremely connected to their environment. That's where I kind of I I'll be full on honest. I don't like ghost stuff i don't seek it out all right i'll leave that see i am a (laughs) i am a skeptic i don't fully believe it but then there's things that happen where i'm like come on nope nope not can't be real can't be real can't be real and i have to convince myself it's not real right Mm -hmm. or else i'll lose it but um (laughs) 
but but when, whenever there's stuff dealing with natives and that kind of thing that people are with people especially that are extremely connected to their environment like like shamans and stuff yes. and, and those type of things that's that's where it's like okay well these people had a connection to their environment and then you bring up the eastern seaboard and there was a lot of atrocities that mm. happened Absolutely. when the europeans first came over and then continued throughout history that's where the population was concentrated in north america yeah well i think you would find that violence proceeds like like when there's a lot of violence that's when there's a lot of ghosts right yeah right? like i you know you, you just think of the concentrated amount of anger between the two parties that are fighting and and then the absolute grief that people feel when they when, when they see their their fellow you know, brother and get shot or get, you know, stabbed with a sword or arrow or whatever end up happening there. Though fear and anger and, and, and grief and sorrow, those are all considered uh, like emotional energy from somebody. When you walk when you walk by somebody and they they may not look look down like on down on their luck or anything, but you can almost like look at them and say something something's off with them, mm. right? You know what I mean? When you have a high concentrate of stuff like that in a small area, that is all energy that is just being put, stamped into that location. Mm-hmm. And and when I say stamped, I mean it's like a stain on a on a shirt, a stain or something. It stays there because of the ele- like with natives when he was talking about it's that elemental bind between human energy and and the earth. There's that connection, and sure. it just stays there. Is there and, is there a I mean, the way you're talking about it feels like very un. I, again, we're having trouble with words today. What's going on? It's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. There you go. Uh, there. So the idea of stamping it to me feels like it's this sort of like it's almost like this sort of um, energy that's there but isn't necessarily intelligent. Or it's a, residual. Because residual. There's a term for that. Yeah. yeah it's that's so, residual. So when, I like that word. When residual. I hear that, I think okay, well. Is there intelligent communication that is genuinely real or is it that residual energy that is just echoing. over and over and over echoing, echoing, echoing? I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little, give you a little story here. And, 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 you know, again, it was something that happened during our investigation at Drummond Manor. Um, I, I was, I ended up quitting a job that I had before. I'm a, I'm a manager at a, at a pizza joint uh, right now just for a little bit of extra cash, but I didn't actually end up start. I didn't actually started working there yet. Uh, so we have a device that we use called an SB seven spirit box where basically it's like a modified radio where it'll sweep through radio waves to, uh, and to produce like that staticky white noise. Like if you turn to a radio dial and it's nothing but static, just that loud noise or whatever that's the white noise from the radio waves right so what this device does is you end up pressing a button and it'll sweep at a very very high rate so you just get that static or whatnot so we're standing in this one room not we're me and ashley just kind of talking amongst ourselves a little bit and we got this on camera and uh i'll name drop the place that i work at because it's integral to this uh this incident we're just talking, 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 and very clearly, all you end up hearing is toppers. Oh, come on. Now, I, di- I didn't think I heard, like, I heard it, but I didn't, kind of like Ryan, I'm like, this isn't, like, that didn't just happen. That didn't just say what I thought it said. Ashley looked at me, and she says, what did that say? I'm like, I have no idea. She's like, I, I heard toppers, and me and her just kind of, like, freak out. And then I end up asking, 
do do you know where I work? And it was like a, yeah, like kind of like that. Now, here's the reason why this is so in- interesting. The radio sweeps are going through so fast, so it cannot pick up a radio on-air personality's voice whatsoever. So when you're hearing a full word and then a response to what we're saying within that white noise, that is a whatever is there communicating with us through the white uh, through the white noise, which is how they end up, uh, you know, kind of manifesting themselves. They use that white white noise, white energy, in wherever they are, and um, so we can get genuine responses to your questions because I've seen this on TV, mm-hmm. right? I've seen it. I I've seen the episode you're talking about, right? <clears throat> and uh, I would love to have. I would. That is my favorite device. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's one of our favorites. I, oh. I do like the the no. EV, I do no. Hang on, oh. I do like the EVP. I like I do like the EVP. That's kind of cool, but it's not real time, right? Like you exactly, have to, you have to go back and listen. I love that. What did you call it? The spirit it's called box? it's called an SB uh, yeah SB seven spirit box. There's two versions of it, but they're yeah it's spirit box. Yeah, yeah, and so because you get like a real time conversation, sort of in a way that you can have, and you can't manipulate it either. No. Yeah. Which is which is even the crazier thing. You cannot manipulate whatever ends up coming through, um, and and like I said, when you're getting a word that comes through five different radio sweeps, mm. you, it, that's almost impossible to try and understand how you can end up doing something so quickly on the spot to make that happen. Mm. Uh, it's it, it's one of our favorite pieces, you know, just like you end up saying, it's so real time. You connect with them immediately and you can communicate with them on the spot. It's, it's awesome. So circling back to the history of Burlington a little bit, sure. there's, there's this story I'm reading here, just as I look through the internet that says that the cenotaph at city hall has this story behind it where there's an old, uh, that's the local, statue, the statue, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the statue, where, statue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they, uh, there's, it's connected to this local, uh, soldier named Alfred Johnson, who it says here, don't freak out. I don't know if you've been reading it no, from behind no, me over here. But I think this, we actually talked a little bit about this uh, last episode. Yeah, I believe. Well, yeah. I think we talked about the one down on the lake. Maybe. The, and this one is up by the city hall, the one that's up. where This they is do. the one where I said it smokes. Yeah. Well, here, this is what it's... So the sculpture is so lifelike, it's rumored to come down from its pedestal and walk on nights of a, of a full moon. Yeah, well, Okay. So Ryan will, not be, Ryan will not be walking around downtown. No, okay, so Justin a couple months ago messages me and goes, hey, so Brandon got in contact. He wants us to come... Uh- <laughs> He yeah. wants us to come on a trip with, with yeah. him, and, and 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 like we can record some stuff. And like, I think this would be great. This will be fun. I just messaged him back. Oh yeah, okay. And then ghosted him for like <laughs> yeah. a week straight. I didn't hear from him for a you while. You know what? Here's here's the thing about Ryan that I actually find hilarious. For somebody <laughs> who is a skeptic, he acts like a believer, as if no, this no, stuff it's is not real, real, and he knows what no, can it's happen. Because if if I if I give in, I'm not going to sleep tonight. So I don't give in. I'll tell you right now, when I started watching some of the ghost shows on TV way back when, like a few years back. Some of them are hokey, though. I know that, but some of them are very real. Like, some of them are as raw as it gets, and there's not a lot of evidence that comes out of them, which is okay, because I don't think you want, like, suddenly a mountain of evidence. Right. Because then that just seems hokey, in my opinion. But I wouldn't sleep for, for like, several nights after. I'd just be tossing and turning, thinking about... And, and I'll be honest, actually, f- coming full circle again... I think there's a ghost in my house currently. Did I tell you this last yeah. time? Yeah, I can't yeah you so, touched on yeah. a little bit. So, so I think like we've heard, I've heard personally, like when we're sleeping upstairs, two story home, not a very old house, 10, 15 years old. 
and, and there's I hear things walking around on the main floor. And it's not my dogs because my dogs are in the room with me. Mm. It's not my kids because my kids are in their rooms and you can fully hear the doors clang and bang and when they open and, and close them because we keep all the doors shut at night. It, it's just this weird thump, 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 thump across the house. Thump, 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 thump. To the other side of the house. Thump, 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 thump. Is that, and is that the old Fisher Farms land? It's the old Thomas Alton property. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, that, that makes sense. That's why it's called Alton. Yeah. It's, it's, it's literally like the old Alton. The Alton family owned all of that land. For yeah, because there's like four families that yeah. owned most of Burlington. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, you know, I'm sure there's lots of history there. But, I mean, I just like, my point is, is that I wouldn't sleep after watching these shows. But then, if you immerse yourself in it enough, like, like working out. You know, you lift weight the first time, your muscles hurt for three weeks after, right? Then you, you lift weight over and over and over again. As we, as we know, we, we get stronger and your muscles don't hurt the same way as they did at the beginning. So in this case, now I watch these shows and I think it's part of the educational side of it where you start to th- learn and, and absorb the experiences that they're having and go, okay, well, there's nothing super malevolent here right. unless you're looking for something super malevolent. Like that seems to be the thing. If you're looking for a malevolent thing, you'll find it. And that's why we go in kind of not really like, yeah, you know, you're getting a little background of the history of places or whatnot and the, and the activity that goes on. That's great. But even though we're all believers, we're all going in as skeptics. We go in with like a blind, like a, a clean slate, clean palette. We don't want you want to, to try to disprove it so we, that it's it, right. You know. And we, and if we try, you know, work our brains up and saying like, Oh, like there's something really scary here or whatnot. Every little thing that happens, that's going to affect our mental ability to investigate. And that's where I was saying some of them can be hokey because I like what you do. You go in and try to prove it wrong. Try to be like, no, this is the wind blowing. This is the house settling. Well, an example, but then some of them are, are, are just like, it's just like, come on, dude. Like that's not a ghost. I'll give you an example actually on, on their show where there was flowers in a window upstairs that they were looking at and they swear they saw a human or some sort of shape up there. Ashley thought she saw it in a picture. And and it turned out to be flowers or something in the window. And I don't think they could, there was, that's right. Am I right in that? Yeah. Yeah. And, And there was another instance where, while uh, Ashley was begging me not to end up putting her in a room, <laughs> we caught one light anomaly, one orb that we couldn't disprove, but I had to make a comparison saying the reason why we don't classify this as dust is because if you look at dust everywhere else on the screen, it goes from one end of a frame to the other and leaves that on the other end, this and that. So we we prove we prove we try to prove one aspect of what we ended up catching but at the same time we ended up disproving to say this all this other stuff is dust this is why this is different we the best way i explain to people we disprove to prove right you know what i mean and so we we do everything we can to like you said disprove whatever's in there we go in there to end up giving validation that they that somewhere is haunted. They're not the only ones who are experiencing things. Um, but but if we don't find anything, we're not going to end up calling them out saying, no, like you're, you're, you're crazy an or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. And well, even some of the stuff that you prove, quote unquote, mm-hmm. is very difficult to like for even skeptics to go, oh, come on, right? Right. Like, so there's some stuff where it's borderline where you're looking at it going, okay, well, I get why because I've done my education online and doing the things that I've done to, to watch you guys and watch the other, you know, more reputable 
ghost hunters, I would say, right. out there. So I understand certain things, but there's skeptics that'll sit there and go, oh, come on, there's got to be a, there's got to be a thing. You know, like there's a, there's a bunch of the videos that I've seen from some of the, the more popular uh, groups out there that, you know, one of the ones you, I think you rolled your eyes at last time was, um, what was the Ghost one? Adventures. Ghost Adventures. For the most part, it was them. They've gotten a little bit more credible now over the, over have the they? years. Because yes, I know they like have. their original video that kind of set them on this path was, there was shit flying around the room and stuff. And I'm like... And their reactions were just so animated. Over the top, over yeah, the top, all the time. Yeah. I find that they there was definitely a lot of theatrics involved in their reactions to the right. things that were happening. But I also wonder how... So talk to me about that because why is it that they walk into a place and you can watch a whole episode of their show and to be fair to them, 75 to 80% of their show is like the buildup. It's it's the research, it's right. the interviews. Which right? is cool. And that's that's building up the, anim, the, the, the theatrics of the whole thing and the right. scariness of the whole thing. Then they're in there and then all of a sudden it's like that one night that they're in there, I mean, I'm assuming it's only one night. I mean, maybe it's multiple nights. I don't mm-hmm. know. That one night, suddenly all this stuff happens. And it's like, well, that seems a little unrealistic to me. And, and you know what? It's funny because I, I mentioned that as well uh, before uh, when, we were, when I was last on your, on your guy's show. But one thing I'm really kind of starting to realize, especially with the Drum and Manor episode that's up there and the one that's going to be releasing, we, we've been catching a lot of evidence and me and Ashley have both, like, for the first time ever, I actually got, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say it on here, but because it's going to, it's a big wow. part of it. Marketing se- he, at its hang finest. On, hang on, I'm calling it. He had sex with a ghost. <laughs> Is it in? That, Couldn't feel it. That, that, that's succubus, man. I mean, like, that was, uh, no, but. What is okay? Oh, first off, what's with the sex on the brain know. today? You I don't got, know. I'm just—it's uh, but Justin's sorry. in a mind frame today. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's, there's a reason why there's a two feet apart thing here. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, but we're kind of starting to realize that you know it's it is with us it's unpredictable, and I don't know if it's because we are still. Uh, trying to find our way with our group. We're still kind of considered like, am, you know, amateur or whatnot. We know what we're doing, but in the eyes of a lot of other people, we're still amateur or whatnot. But we're still getting, you know, more activity than whether it's through equipment or whether it's our own personal experiences. And that's, I will say, that's the other thing too. A lot of people don't, uh, I want people to understand is when you're wanting to investigate properly, you need to use your own body as a piece of equipment. Right. Um, because like at the Drum and Manor episode, it was very humid that night we ended up going in. Like it was it was August 28th. It was hot. It was, you know, still like 28, 29 at night. But as our camera woman, uh, Megan, she's been, by the way, she's been doing a kick-ass job with our, our crew. She has been on fire amazing as one shout of the better pickup shout out to megan um she's not even an investigator but she was experiencing something near the end of the episode that was unreal it was bio it was a biological reaction scientifically you can't disprove how the body reacts to something and for it to be humid in this place that we were and she was getting the goosebumps all over her as big as they were 
seeing her reactions at how cold she was getting. We followed where this cold was. We all get like, you know how if you're having the flu and you're getting that buildup of like the chills and like the, the turning the stunt. Yeah. yeah, kind of that thing. That's how we were feeling when we went into this one room and it was at a point where we all, I think it's the first time we all ended up saying, no, we need to leave this room. We can't stay in here. Well, it's We need to use our bodies as equipment as well because sometimes yeah. scientific stuff can't pick up what we are what we are. Sensing. Do you find noobs are more like susceptible to that kind of thing? I think I think so because you know that's, that's kid talk for new people, <laughs> noobs. I'm not. My, my I'm kids not will be proud old. of that. I'm not saying you. I'm saying just in general. I'm being funny for for adults. It's called layman's. No. Um, um, yeah. yeah, but oh, where's the? No. Oh, wrong one. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, that's the door shutting. Oh, that's yeah. the the wrong button. Good, good, <laughs> good try, Ryan. Good try. We close the door uh, on that joke. <laughs> Wow. Uh, right. Are you a dad? Because that was a good dad joke. No, I, got, uh, I got. I work with kids. I got. That, well, that that works then. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think I think with the with the newbies who you know do this, you know they're they're jacked up and ready to end up going into these places. But once they get in there, they're for the most part they're scared. They don't want to show up, but they're scared. Mm. And I and I feel like. You know, as I've explained before, fear is considered energy. You're, you're, uh, it's emanating off of you or emanating, sorry, off of you. And that is attracting whatever's there. It's using that energy to end up growing its energy. And I feel like newbies are going to end up getting a little bit more activity, but it's all about how you deal with it though. If you go running out like screaming or whatever, or yelling because you ended up experiencing something that you weren't ready to experience, mm. uh, you're... You you need a lot of work before you can end up calling see, yourself. Yeah, an see, you're not. You're, that's why I shouldn't go with you. Because <laughs> I think you should. When, because when I get nervous or scared or something, I out, outwardly show it. Like I get, yeah. I get talkative. I make jokes. I get stupid. I, I start saying stupid things. Like it, it's like it's one a coping of those, mechanism of what you're feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, like personally, like funerals are horrible for me. Like mm. I always will say the wrong thing. Always at, 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 at those types of situations and and just nervousness and that type of yeah. It just doesn't. But for me, I think I've told this story for uh, before. But for me, it's the unknown mm. that that really creeps me out. Like I saw paranormal activity. I know that's not real, <laughs> but when I first went to go see it. I was told this is a documentary that just came out. And and so I go into this, like I had no clue what this movie was. I had no clue what it was about, nothing. And I went with a bunch of hockey guys and and we go and we see this movie and it's presented as a documentary. And at the end of the thing, it's like, and we don't know where she is today. (laughs) And that sent me like, I shit my pants. Like I was like for, for a day, I was like, I had, and then, this was back in when it first came out, like, yeah, you can Google things and Google was a thing, but it wasn't like now you, anything, you can just go right on your phone and Google it. I still had a flip phone, I think when that first came out. So mm-hmm. it was like, so, uh, and, and that's where, when we, if I were to go with you somewhere, it is unknown because I'm not going to see anything. Technically, I'm not going to see a ghost standing there in front of me, but something might happen or an experience or a brush or or, a, or a Justin or, might come from around this corner and scream at yeah, you. Yeah, well, see, that's why I don't want to go with Justin either. Because he's going <laughs> to be a jackass yeah. the whole thing. No, and- I promise I won't. Please. Uh, you, you know, and you know what? Actually, Ryan, just uh, for, you know, you don't want to know where it's a really good uh, documentary? Blair Witch Project. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't do that. That's a no, great but, no. Um, 
But you know what? It's it's funny, and I know it's really cruel. But from an investigator, you want to see you you, you do everything you can to get evidence, and which is why. Especially in Ryan's situation, huh. if we end up going somewhere that is very active, we will put him in a room. We will close the door, but he will have nothing but a night vision camera only, which means it's just dark. Oh, yeah. The only yeah, thing yeah. he'll see is this, his yeah. him and yeah, the small screen. Hundred. Well, you're, so, you're definitely going to get me to do. But that. But here's what that does for you, though: is it takes away all your other senses, so you can be more keen to sense whatever it is. That's exactly. In the room. Yeah. Right, that's the point of that. I also fart when I'm nervous, so oh, like God, just be Jesus. sitting there like, like <laughs> a little bit of. So it. if we, yeah. <laughs> so so if we see a little mist of something on camera, we know what that yeah, is. Yeah, sorry, that was me, guys. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It's, it smells like sulfur in here. <laughs> we, but you know, Casper. I, I think we, uh, I think you know, you, you would be like the perfect. Uh, Trigger object is what we end up calling. Yes, uh, in the trigger. In the object. Oh yeah, it'll go viral for sure. I'll have some definite reactions for you. Actually, you know what? Speaking of uh, you know, speaking everything. of objects or whatnot, I ended up alluding this to to Justin when we were setting this up, and I didn't want to tell him everything. Yeah. I wanted to tell. I want to hear this podcast. story actually. Yeah. So, uh, about three. Uh, what are we doing? Oh. Little little outside noise going on. Okay. Yeah, a little white noise. Uh, so about it goes about three days ago. I think it was on the Monday. Yeah, it was on the Monday. Um, as investigators, we want to try and you know we want to try experiments just not only to get an, an experience, but to kind of understand why it happens. We want to try and end up learning from that and and whatnot. So there is a. Uh, doll that is in. No, you lost. <laughs> Ryan's out. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to. Ha it's gonna take a long time for you to get out of this room. You got to leap over a bunch of stuff, yeah. so you got no choice but to sit here. Okay. Um, <laughs> this barn door behind you came off. Two hundred year old. <laughs> no. So there's so there's a doll that's in a uh, that's in a museum in uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, it's uh, Zach Bagans <sighs> of Ghost Adventures. Yeah, I know this haunted museum. And uh, he has a doll there named uh, Peggy. Peggy the doll. Peggy. Yeah, here we go. But it is, ex but there are rumors Wait, that it this. is extremely, you know, extremely cursed. You are not to look at it in its eyes. Otherwise, there, there will be extremely bad luck or uh, even worse that ends up happening. So me being an investigator and being the curious nut that I am, I decided to give this a try. I ended up looking at you a video. It. I stared it dead in the eyes. And in I, the video or in live? And, and you know what? That's the thing. It doesn't matter where it is. If you look at it in its eyes. It's and there like have the been ring. Reported, if you watch this video seven yes. days later, you're going to die. And there are... If you listen to this podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. And there is... And there are people that have actually had experiences just from looking at her from the TV or from the picture. Why do you want this, though? Why did you... Why? Because Wait. I wanted to experience what other people experienced. Did Justin just brought... Oh. <laughs> so... Get that away from me. Yeah, so what happened was... Oh, I my looked God. at no, That's, a creepy, That's yeah. a creepy doll. That's a creepy doll. But <clears throat> you're looking at it from that view. Yeah. I zoomed in on the face, though. That's a thing. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I That's stared exactly at it in its eyes. So here's what happened. This happened on Monday. Okay. Tuesday morning, I wake up that um, 
I was parking on the street. My car was towed. I had extremely, I don't know, and this was before I found out my car was towed. I had really, really bad anxiety that day. Super bad. Just came out of nowhere, right out of the blue. I was late that night. Uh, I ended up going for a walk. And wow. I would, and this is, and this may be, you know, triggering some people. So I want to give a trigger warning for this. Um, I'm in Georgetown. I'm walking down Mountain View, and there's like a bridge or whatever. And I'm, I'm like looking over that bridge, and the, for some reason, some stupid thought goes into my head saying, "Well, that, that's not that high up." Oh, for God's like, sake! Like, and I Jesus. never think about stuff like this ever. Right. But it's weird because whenever I was thinking about that, the image of her was like in the back of my head. The entire time, and I felt like it wasn't my yeah, thought. Thanks for bringing that image up, Justin. And then I realized, <laughs> and, and then I've, and then my com- my computer is gone. We don't know where it is. That was, so is this a computer that you looked at it on? Yeah, and it's missing. It's missing. We have. I have no idea where it is, and that's where okay, all back, of my paranormal. Back, yeah, backstory. Before we got on air here, Brandon was telling us how he has lost a computer. So this right. is like all fitting in. And this is all within 24 hours or less of me looking at the looking. face. And of Justin this just brought it up. Justin, well, I, I hope you don't have anything in. important. Better back that computer up. <laughs> I didn't zoom into it like he did. Yeah, well, you're but just, what does Ashley do? Like, it, would Ashley do that? Or would she no, just she, not oh, she, subject herself can, to that? I don't, know if, I don't know if I can end up cussing on here, but she... As soon as I told her what happened, like I was in like a, I was like in like tears and I was like hyperventilating. That's how like the quick the depression ended up coming on for that moment. And I was on the phone with her and afterwards I'm like, okay, by the way, uh, this may also be another reason why. And I told her and she she freaked out. She said, don't you look at another fucking doll ever again (laughs) because she knows about. And these are what all the movies are being made about. Right. Yeah. So So what is the history of that doll? I I didn't want to like, well, first off, uh, before we get into that, I had a question is because Peggy is obviously short for something. Is it I, not? Yeah, I, I, you know what? It's, it's on thing. topic, but off topic at the same time. What is Peggy short for? It's got to be short for something. Yeah, it's no one's be. just Peggy. <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be some creepy ass old name. And uh, here's the thing: I never really looked into the background. I didn't really know a lot about. It. I just knew about the claims. I haven't looked into the background yet, but there is a. And this is in Vegas. This this, this is uh, yeah, it's in Las Vegas. Um. So, and now that I've had this experience, it actually, Ryan, you're going to think I'm nuts, but I actually want to go to this museum and see yeah. it face to face. Yeah, of course mm-hmm. you do. And yeah, let's confront the thing that exactly. <laughs> no, li- literally, like it, it's, it's one of those things where I'm just like, I'm not, you know, closure. I'm not scared of you now. Yeah. Closure, you know, I guess. I, yeah. yeah. So Peggy is possessed by the spirit of a woman born in 1946 in London who died of a chest condition, possibly asthma. Asthma. And she hated clowns, presumably because clowns are the only thing creepier than a doll inhabited by a dead chick. (laughs) That's what it says here. Uh, The four psych mediums who have studied Peggy all say she is restless, frustrated, and previously persecuted, possibly with ties to the Holocaust. Peggy's original owner isn't the only woman, blah, blah, blah. Uh, oh, uh, similar accounts ranging from their computers freezing when they looked at Peggy's picture on the room going cold and light bulbs blowing out wherever they mention, whenever they mention the doll. But Harris says that when people contact her about these incidents, uh, nausea, vomiting, all kinds of things here. Brandon, did you know anything about computers freezing? Before no, he I, just that, read that? literally that's, I saw you when you, when I read that, you kind of went, Oh my God. You yeah. Just, I you, just, you just had a reaction. You yeah. just explained. We just kind of had a, almost a yeah, pseudo paranormal yeah. 
moment. An just epiphany right now. almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it's funny when they're saying they're having like chest pains or whatnot. It's thank you again. The anxiety. Thank that you I again, was, Justin. Thank it, you. It's weird. The anxiety that <laughs> I was in my having. place of work. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez. That's you know what? That's that's actually kind of crazy, and that's that's very 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 interesting. Okay, so changing the subject. Um, <laughs> Are you seriously trying to change the subject? Yeah, I'm going to move on oh, from right. this. Fair now. enough. <laughs> I'm going to get away from this. I spend a lot of time in this building that we're in alone with the lights off and stuff. So, and you just brought that image up. So I'm going to move away. But you from didn't this. see it directly, and it's yeah. in my computer. So listen, you're safe here. I looked at it, but not that close. I was waiting. I looked at it for a good five seconds. You better. And you, I like zoned out too. Like it was just weird. Like I was just like, no, I wasn't. You better uh, go like back this computer up. Like you better. <laughs> we'll see. We'll like, see. is this recording going into that computer? No, no, no. It's completely uh, air gapped at the moment. All right. Well, <laughs> so Brandon, <laughs> so, so I guess what, what, what happens? So when there is malevolence, like, oh, I don't know, would that be malevolence? I mean, I it seems so. like, but so Peggy's had some traumatic experiences in her oh, past, Peggy. has possessed this doll and is now taking out her, like basically taking the wrath of Peggy on everybody else yeah. around her, around her. I mean, are there places like that around here that people could visit or is there like, what's going on around Ontario? Okay. So places around here that you can visit legally. No. Screaming tunnels. Scream, screaming tunnel, but it's not, that's not really a malevolent kind of, uh, where's that? Activity girl. Is going where's that? St. Catherine's. That's, yeah. Right around the edge of like St. Catherine's. Oh, is that the Welland Canal and stuff? Not yeah. quite that far down. Yeah. You know where that uh, resort is right off the highway? Uh, oh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's got five fingers. Take your so, pick of which one. So hey, you know that guy. <laughs> he had a nose. You know, as you head down, there's that huge new mall they built with yeah, yeah. Bass Pro Shops. Yeah, okay, you get yeah, off yeah, that yeah. exit and you go down around in there. That Niagara Winery area. Yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. And and you drive in and okay, so the story I don't have it. They made a movie on that apparently. There was, was some a crappy movie. It was it. I didn't see yeah, it. But it was anyway. Crappy. So, so the idea behind it is, I think uh, the dad comes home and goes crazy and burns the house down nearby, yeah. and this little girl comes running out of the house on fire and basically dies in the middle or in and around the tunnel there. So, there's is two that the story. idea? There's two stories to that. Uh, that's one story. The other story is that she was uh, kidnapped by this father and was literally like tortured had gasoline poured on her and then the guy set her on fire. Right. Well, okay. so that's the other story way worse. too. Yeah. Way worse. That's the other folk, uh, folk tale that comes out of it. Um, and the rumors are the legend is when you end up going there at a, at a certain time, you light a match and ends up getting blown out. And then you hear a scream of a girl. So, so, so have you been in the Niagara area? Doing stuff because that area is War of 1812, a lot of native mm. interaction, a lot of our drama. Yeah, our first investigation we ended up doing was at uh, Fort Mississauga in Niagara-on-the-Lake. Okay. And that, there, is, yeah. that is where we've gotten very interesting uh, device evidence. You know, there's no electricity in that area. It's all stone walls, yeah. it's trenches, none of that. So what we have is a uh, device that's called an EMF detector, which was never it's called a K2 meter, but that's what it is. It re it reads electromagnetic fields. And that wasn't built for the purpose of paranormal investigating. It's more for electricians, see how much uh, electricity is emanating. Uh, I can't talk now either. Yeah. Uh, emanating from certain areas. Um but there's the theory that they that ghosts or spirits are 
energy and they can end up producing that electromagnetic mm. uh, uh, residue. So this device basically reads that. We were at a, at a stone wall and this thing was going off into the reds and it was going back and forth. We would ask it to stop. It would die off. And then it would pick up again after we end up asking a question. It was one of the craziest ways we've ever ended up communicating with mm. something. And um, so that was really cool. We are having plans to go into a very infamous place also on Niagara-on-the-Lake, which is what I'm hoping you two would end up joining us Oh, for. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, scheduling. It was... <laughs> you can have your, 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 uncomfortably. I think I'm teaching a hockey class that day. Your people, have your people contact my people. Yeah, and, I'm uh, <laughs> and so, but basically, it's a... It's got a crew together and go down. It's a, it is a very, very haunted location. Uh, a, Strength a British, in numbers. A British gentleman uh, got shot and killed there, and then the place ended up burning down originally. Of course he did. did. Uh, with yeah. him inside. Lovely. I want to go. So yeah. Now, here, here's really the thing. Go. Here's the thing, because I rem- if I remember correctly, you, you got family in the, in the United States, right? Does that mean, like, you actually have, like, American blood in you, or? No, we're, we're, we're Canadian, Canadian, okay. but I do go to the States a lot, and there's okay. I have connections to Rochester in that area, okay. and, I, and I know that there's a lot of paranormal shit in Rochester, and I know that there's some stuff that goes on in that oh, area, yeah. and oh, yeah. Syracuse yeah. and the reason why I ask is because this whoever haunts this place he was killed by the Americans and he absolutely hates Americans. Okay, so I'm anybody good. with so I'm not. Yeah. Oh, I'm you, not. You have American. I, I I was born I was born in Michigan. My mom's side of the family ah. is from uh Michigan area, so Okay, well I'll go on my own. I don't need you. Oh, but here's the thing. <laughs> I'm going well, I want to bring you in with myself and we're gonna actually what my plan is to use a little provocation. Let's do it. And bring in an American flag when we go in <laughs> to the spot where he was shot and killed and see what we get. I have a MAGA activity hat. Activity-wise. I brought a MAGA hat from Florida. A MAGA hat. Yeah. I myself that. would burn that. But the, but, the, but the incidents that happened there. I just got more out of pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted one. I was like, hey, this is pop culture right now. I want one of these hats. NFT. But, <laughs> but the crazy thing is the incidents there are at the bar. It will only dispense British or Canadian ales. There'll be times where the American ales will completely cease coming out of tap, even though everything's working fine. Yeah, well, it's because normally. it's two percent less than ours. But <laughs> <laughs> nobody likes that. Yeah, so yeah, we want the stronger shit. Yeah, That's funny. Give me a Molson. But yeah. so there. But a lot of the activity goes mainly against uh, Americans. And the nice part about about this place too is. Is not only a bar; it's a hotel upstairs, and that is where he is seen physically the most. Is in the hotel rooms in which you are staying in. And so, like, is it like a full figure? Like, would they see when you say they see him? Is it just like a shadowy put, thing in the corner? They've seen a man sitting there. Not exactly. Where you're, the rumors are, and what has been reported by multiple people is he will actually, if you look down, almost it's like he's like halfway through the floor. But he's at eye level with you when you're in bed. Mm. So half of his body is there. You don't see his feet or anything. He's literally just like cartoony almost sitting there staring at you. Well, Brandon, we're running out of time. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Uh, Running up against it. Here we go. But before we we do end here, what what I... 
you showed us the the trailer for your video that's coming out. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. uh, and that looks that is that does look it's it, it yeah. looks like it's going to be something something yeah. to be seen. Yeah, it's uh it, it's listen, if you want the, if you don't if you want to strip away all of the Hollywood from some of the stuff that is done out there. You want it raw. And you want it raw and real. These guys are the guys to watch because you're going to see real stuff that is actually happening. And hopefully at some point we'll get to verify that because we'll yeah, be there. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it's kind of like I, I'm, I'm making a lot of jokes about it and stuff like that. But You'll go though. I'll, I'll go to say that I did. Don't get mad at me when I'm saying stupid shit while I'm there. But So, so listen, I did the Leviathan this summer. Oh, that's easy. I would never do that again. Yeah. I just, I have no need for it anymore. Fun story. Just I've done off it. the, off the thing. So I you got to do everything. Once I was on the second ever ride of that, a public ride of Leviathan. Oh, wow. That's still not the first. Yeah. I know. Just so you know. <laughs> but kind of cool. No, second ever is pretty good. Yeah. I was back row. I was in the absolute back row. I was on the first public of the second train. That's not bad. Oh, that's pretty damn good. The yeah. first public ride of train number I want, two. I won a contest. Good. Yeah. There you go. I won a contest. There was a contest and I just randomly did it. That is I, a scary ass ride though. Well, that's For me anyway. I mean, I'm a 41 year old. It's one of the top, of are, are on the top roller coasters in the world. Are, are you scared of heights though? No, but just the, it, it, the way it goes up and so down. He's, oh, he's, 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 he's looking just, dolls in the eye and shit, but he won't go on. I didn't he won't look be, it in the eye. I will, but you know what? Bringing this stuff on us, but yeah. Okay. Let's go on a roller coaster. But I, but I, but I will say, here's the thing. I've st- even though all that happened with looking at that doll, I still have not been scared yet. I have not experienced. Yeah, but you're what different. Fear is yet. You're different. In though. so like, many ways, I'm different. You're searching out. Built look at different. like you're searching this out. Of course, you're not going to be afraid. This is you like this, <laughs> but I am still waiting for the moment where I am terrified and I have not experienced. Is that yet. your speaking of being terrified? There's a there's a moment in your trailer that you showed us that is terrifying it looks terrifying is that trailer out yet not yet it will be out uh probably within the next couple of weeks so ontario's most haunted that that'll go out on what instagram uh, it'll go out on uh, instagram it'll go out on our twitter feed it'll go out on uh facebook and uh our, our facebook page has been doing very very well so um we'll We'll definitely be uh, plugging a lot of stuff out on there a little more often now too, um, but yeah, just uh, go and uh, go and check us out. Go on Facebook, Ontario's Most Haunted, Twitter, Ontario's Most Haunted, anywhere you end up going to Ontario's Most Haunted, look it up. We'll end up finding you there. Awesome. Well, I'm excited. I'm uh, really excited for what may what may come. Well. <sighs> <laughs> The stupid door noise. Yeah, it was great. Great what addition. What was the point of doing that? We, I, it made an appearance about three times this episode, three or that, four that, times. That met a fair quota. That's pretty good. That's yeah, not bad. It that's was used. Bad. It was used. Well, it was worth every penny of the $2 I spent <laughs> on it. <laughs> hey, if it was an NFT, maybe it'll... There you go. There you go. All right, guys. Well, it. this has been awesome. And uh, look forward to maybe doing something with you guys. Uh, and, and wow, this is fun. Ontario's Most Haunted. Look it up. YouTube. Maybe I can rope Spencer into it as well. I'm sure he would love Dude, something like that. That would be incredible. That would give everybody a lot of boost here. That That's would for be sure. awesome. That would be awesome. All right, guys. Have a good one. Happy Halloween. That was another episode of The Underground. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Also, follow Justin on Facebook and see what he's up to in the real estate world at Justin Lon Carrick. And check out what Ryan is doing on the ice at more.hockey.